Hello and welcome back to another episode of Throwdown Sports. I'm your host, Henry, and I'm joined by my special co-host for today, nicknamed The Big Huna. Hey, guys. Okay, so we have a lot to get into today, so we're just going to get started. So this is the first time we've had this. First up, we have our debate for today. And originally, this was a question that was sent in, but I have kind of transformed it into a into our debate topic for today. So our debate for today is, if the Ravens do good this year, which so far they're 2-0, if the Ravens do good this year, will it be because of their defense or will it be because of their offense? Big Huna, you can go first. Well, I'm going to take the offensive side of that debate. Uh, they've got, in my opinion, probably the best quarterback in the league right now, with Lamar Jackson. He's the dual threat offense, yeah. uh, passing, running. Uh, he's just he's hard to stop. And then they've got the uh, two really good running backs. They got the new guy Dobbins and and Ingram, uh, mm-hmm. so they can mix up power running. It, it's the type of offense that, that they're really. Uh, I, I would say other than Kansas City, you know. It's a top three offense, and I think that's what's going to help carry Baltimore, um, you know, far into the AFC uh, playoff race. Yeah. So I'm going to go defense on this one. Uh, so here's, here's two, two facts, two fun facts that I have about the 2019 Baltimore Ravens defense. One, they did not have a single former first-round pick in their front seven. And and now they they do this year because they they drafted Patrick Queen uh, 20th pick in the draft. And the other fun fact is they led the NFL in blitzing the opposing quarterback on 54.9 percent of drop by dropbacks. That that's absolutely absurd for that percentage of defensive plays that they're coming in. In it's crazy how much they're they're blitzing and sacking. The next closest is the Buccaneers with 43.4%. That's the second closest in the whole NFL. And most of the teams in the league, 20, blitz few, under 30% of, of dropbacks. So when they're blitzing that much, that's that's wearing down the, the opposing quarterback. That's, that's getting a lot of sacks. That's, that's causing a lot of three and outs. They're getting back yardage. Uh... I think yeah, the defense. I think the defense is better. That's just the reason. And I'm gonna push back on you a little bit with that because I, I feel one reason that the defense can be so aggressive is because they know that the offense is, is so powerful on the offensive side. So because the offense has the capability of putting up a lot of points, I feel like their defensive play calling could be a little more aggressive uh, than if they had a more stagnant offense. Well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and they also have two Pro Bowl cornerbacks, Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, and they're just insane back there. If you throw their their way, they're gonna pick it off every single time, especially Marcus Peters because he's crazy good, crazy. Good. Yeah. yeah, and and with, you know, with the combination, get, you know, it'll it'll be interesting. I I would say at the end of the year, uh, and, and that's what's gonna make him formidable is that they may end up with a top five offense and a top five defense. I just I feel like at the end of the game though, I'd rather have the offense on the field uh, um, 
you know, moving down because to, to me their offense just looks a little more powerful. Uh, where you know the, the, the defense, yeah, yeah, they're going to be solid. But but when you when you start blitzing that, that much, especially against the uh, you know maybe against the city of Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. uh, you know they can find themselves in trouble like they did in the playoffs last year. Yeah, for sure. And another thing, op- opposing teams going against this Baltimore defense have completed just fifty eight point five percent of their passes. That's against the Ravens' defense, and like, like they're playing quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes and stuff. That's pretty low for him. But they're not completing a lot of passes. They're getting sacked a lot. I don't know. I think yeah. I won that debate. But moving on to our next segment. Yay! Our next segment is question. This is time to answer some questions. So our first question for today is. The Nuggets, so the Nuggets are down 3-1, going against the Lakers. They're, they're actually playing tonight at 9, so they're, they're down 3-1. So our question is, we've seen it from the Denver Nuggets, not once, but twice before come back from a 1-3 deficit. What are the odds that they can do it again? Big Huna, what is your answer? Well, I'm going to say not, not too high. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to come back from a 3-1. I, I understand that they've done it two series in a row. Which is amazing. I think their season is going to come to an end tonight. Is my prediction. I, I, I would put the percentage of doing a comeback that you know less than two percent. Really? Uh, wow! Absolutely. They're playing a legitimate Laker team. They've shown no ability to stop Davis. Uh, LeBron hasn't really even needed to fully exert himself on the offensive end yet this series. So. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna pretty much chalk this one up as a Lakers win. Uh, so okay, so you think the Lakers are gonna get the win? What? Are, so you said two percent that they get the win. What do you think the chances are that they could get the win tonight? Oh yeah, well, better than two percent. Yeah, if, if they, I think at most, you know, they'll win one one game and then get closed out but I, I don't even expect them to do that so yeah I'd probably put their winning percentage tonight at about 20% okay okay I would I would, I would have the Lakers beating them by 12 tonight to, to close out the series yeah I I wouldn't be surprised from that the Lakers have just been balling out especially Anthony Davis and again they always got LeBron in there Lakers are just so good I honestly think the Lakers might have the championship locked up this year which leading us into our next question Hey, let's let's back up to the recruiters question there because I, okay. I, I I do want to put a shout out. To, to, did you see that move by by Murray the other day? I did. Yeah, he he went, <laughs> he went up. It, it's the old Michael Jordan move. He went to dunk over LeBron, went down and under, you know, reverse spin. One of the best basketball. Players. Yeah, but he also went underneath the basket as well. Like he went underneath the player and the basket. Like he was like. Yeah, and the player was LeBron James, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the player has to be LeBron James. Did you want yeah, to worry? And I, I, I want to give another shout-out to uh, Dwight Howard. Because uh-huh. I, I don't know what was going on between him and D- Dochik. Dochik, but <laughs> Jokic. They, they were... Uh, <laughs> Jokic? You know, like the, the crew, Barkley and Shaq. They, they were talking bad about Dwight before... That game four. Dwight Howard is good. He, I love that. He started. I mean, he, he had a double double by halftime. He, mm-hmm. he, he, he played impressive. So I don't know why 
he hasn't been getting as much playing time because that's what I've always him. said. I've always said that. Yeah, you're right. They you're don't right. use him to his full capability. Yes, he, 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 I mean he's he's a you know powerful force. I feel like they should use him a little bit more. Yeah, I really like Dwight Howard. I think he should. So he he played 23 minutes last game. I think he should definitely get up in the 30s for minutes played. But Jamal Murray also scoring 32 points uh, uh, last game, along with eight assists and three rebounds. Okay, next yeah, question. Got, they, they got legitimate players, but yeah, for yeah, sure, I mean, for sure. They're, they're playing just a little bit over their head right now. Well, they legitimate. They have. Uh, very, I think for next next season the Nuggets could def could definitely go deep into playoffs again because they're still yeah I really like the Nuggets team Nuggets have a good team but anyway moving on to our next question I I like this one a lot too if LeBron James could get the championship this year what will that mean for him what do you think well personally for LeBron I think he will be, gonna... be the best basketball player ever if he gets the win. Yeah, right? I mean, he, yeah. he, he's won with Miami. He's won at Cleveland. Yeah, it shows. It just shows. And, and win another championship. I mean, he's already, you know, to me, in the best two. <laughs> it, 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 I, I don't know. I mean, in the end, does it really change anything? He, he's always going to be in the best two, you know, whether he wins this series or not. And... You know, if, if you grew up watching Michael in his prime, you're never going to put LeBron above him, mm. even if he gets enough accolades, you know, or, or enough titles. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, it solidifies his role as one of the top, you know, two or three players of all time. Wow. I, because I, there's a lot of people out there that consider LeBron the greatest of all time right now. I think locking up this championship, I think. I think I think I might put him at number one. I think I might switch Jordan and LeBron, maybe. I, yeah, probably actually. I think I think if he wins, I consider him the best, number one. I think so. And Jordan number two, I, I believe. But, how, about like, so how about Will Chamberlain? Where do you got Will at? Where do you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at? Oh, uh, I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at like, at like third or fourth probably. Yeah. Will yeah. Chamberlain yeah. at like seventh? So what? What if? What if? Uh, what if LeBron loses this one? What, 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 let me let me pose this question to you. What, what if not only LeBron, if the Lakers lose, but LeBron misses the game winner and kind of hands the game away? How how, do, how would that affect his legs? It's not. It's not like he's gonna go down to like. It's not like he can go down placement or anything from that. He can't go down. It, it, you, can't, you can't go down if, if you... No. You know, no. You know, give it away? You think he'd go down to... You, where would you put him if that happened? Where? Eighth. I dropped him. What? <laughs> what? Eighth. And Bob Cousy. And, you put and, Bob Cousy uh, ahead of LeBron? Carl, Moses Malone and Carl Malone. Ahead of LeBron? Malone brothers. Dr. J. I don't even have them in... I don't even even have those guys in my top 25, 50. Moses Malone, Bob Cousy? What? What are you talking about? (laughs) These are some good players, man. (laughs) Yeah, but... 
talking about LeBron and Jordan right now. These are the two best. Those are some good. Those are the two yeah, best. Yeah. Right well, let me ask you this: Do you think LeBron's playing at, at his peak level right now, or do you think he's he's you know slipped a little bit? He's thirty-five years old. What, what do you think yeah, the so answer is? I don't. I don't know. What do you? I, I don't think he's playing as as good as he did a couple years ago. Of course not. He's thirty-five years old. He's slower. He's he's yeah, but, but not as sharp. Okay, well, it's a good point. How old was Michael when he won his last title? I think he was fairly old. Probably about the same age. But well, Michael didn't lose a step. If anything, his competitive nature grew with, with each title. No. Nah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Did you see The Last Dance? Did you watch any of I that? did watch The Last Dance. I did. Yeah. Did, did you see his competitive spirit was, was you know, and, and his athletic? You know, I mean, he, he hadn't lost anything. Well, it's not like Le- I mean LeBron's lost. Uh, he's gotten slower, but he's still he's still LeBron. Uh, I mean, uh, so LeBron LeBron's at like ninety eight percent of himself. I don't know. He, he, he just the, the games that I've watched, he, he, he's and he's always been a facilitator more than a scorer. You know, even though he obviously scores a lot of points, but. Uh-huh. Um, I, I just I, I, I see him facilitating even a more higher percentage of plays than than he did you know, three or four years ago when he was you know really? looking to score. Yeah, I think so. Ah. I think so. Maybe it's playing, maybe it's playing with Davis. I mean, maybe that's affected. Well, you know, that's 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 what I was actually thinking about a couple of days ago. I was thinking, what what what's been the best? Like, what's been the best? The teammate that LeBron's had. I was thinking Dwayne Wade or Anthony Davis or maybe Kyrie Irving. What would you think of that, actually? I was wondering about that. Who would you think? I was thinking Dwayne. Dwayne. I, I, I would say Dwayne. Probably, uh, yeah. I mean, Davis, Davis is playing at a, at a level. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty, you know, pretty impressive. I mean, let, let me ask you this. Who, who do you think? Is on pace for the MVP. You know, should the Lakers win it? Do you think it, it, it would be Davis or do you think it would be LeBron? Based purely on their play in the playoffs. LeBron. I don't know. Davis is playing lights out right now. No, I'd say LeBron. I'd what, say- what, 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 why? Back it up. Uh, just because I think, uh, I think he's fed. He's fed it a lot to. He's fed it a lot to Davis. He's giving he's giving Davis those good looks. It's it's all about the like his passes. His passes are so sharp that he's yeah. he's led the league in assists. I think he's 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 giving them to Davis and Davis is finishing them. But it all starts from LeBron. It starts from his hand to Davis's hand, and he's giving him those those good looks. I think most most of the time, that's what happens. Yeah. I feel. Okay, anyway, we got to fit in a short break. Uh, we'll, be right, we'll be right back. You have a lot to say. Maybe you've thought, I should start a podcast. Meet Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. It's a powerful mobile app and web tool that lets you record a podcast anywhere and distribute it everywhere. It's great whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out. And it's 100% free. You can record your show straight into Anchor on your phone, iPad, or the web 
using any mic you want. Record alone or with friends or co-hosts anywhere in the world. We can't wait to hear your podcast. And we're back from that short break. And our last segment for today's episode is trivia. Our trivia question for today is, who holds the record for most consecutive PGA Tour wins? Big Huna, what is your answer? Most consecutive tour wins. I'm going to go with, uh, let me go with the Golden Bear, Jack Nicholas. Wrong. That is wrong. You you got it wrong. It's Byron Nelson. He's best remembered today for having won 11 consecutive PGA Tour tournaments and 18 total tournaments in 1945. You got it wrong. Sorry, dude. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's episode of Throwdown Sports. I hope you guys enjoyed I'm your host, Henry. I was joined today by our special co-host, The Big Huna. Thanks, guys. All social links down below. Make sure you go check them out. Peace out, everybody.